When Solomon finished praying, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Verse 2. The priests could not enter the temple of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled it. So the priest could not enter. Verse 3. When all the Israelites saw the fire coming down and the glory of the Lord above the temple, they knelt on the pavement with their faces to the ground and they worshipped and gave thanks to the Lord, saying, He is good, His love endures forever. Then the king and all the people offered sacrifices before the Lord. Give me the next verse. King Solomon made an offering of 22,000 oxen. Can you imagine? 22,000, not 22, 22,000 oxen in appreciation of the glory that had come down in, 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 in contacting a realm that was not usual. The Bible says he, he gave an offering of 22,000 oxen and 150,000 sheep. So the king and all the people kept the feast of the opening of the house of the Lord. Father, we are grateful for this time. We know that the entrance of your word brings light and it gives understanding to the simple. Let now the breaking of the bread of heaven be, the ble be a blessing to everyone that gathers here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Now, 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 let me, let me just take uh, a, a few minutes uh, uh, and then uh, we will be able to pray and, and pastor will come and guide us uh, in, the next, uh, in the next activity that we undertake uh, in, this, in this special service. Well, on Friday when I began to uh, speak to us, those of you that were, that were here, I began to deal with what I entitled accessing a higher dimension of the glory of God. And I began to share with us because throughout our three days of prayer and fasting, our prayer and our cry was, Lord, show me your glory. And I began to, to, to guide us through the word of God. I began to labor and to show us, beloved, that glory has got dimensions. I went into 1 Corinthians chapter 15. The Bible says, uh, when you read from verse 39, 40, the Bible says that there are heavenly bodies, but there are also earthly bodies. And then he says that, that, that the, the heavenly bodies uh, have different glories. And they have different dimensions of glories. He begins to explain when the Apostle Paul uh, begins to speak to the Corinthian church. He says the, the sun has its own glory. And the moon has its own glory. And he says the stars also have their own glory. And he says stars differ from star in glory. So one star has a particular dimension of glory and another star has a particular dimension of glory. 
So glory, beloved, is in, uh, is in dimensions. That's why when I began to show us that when Moses in, in, in Exodus chapter 33, the Bible says that when he, he, he has seen what God is able to do, as a matter of fact, I tried to show us that this is a guy that, that saw a bush burning but not really burning. This is a guy, beloved, that, 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 that you know, uh, uh, experienced people die in a day. All the first bones, all the first bones of the Egyptians, they died in a day. This is a guy, beloved, that had, this is a guy, beloved, don't, 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 don't worry, the ashes are taken care of, don't worry, don't, just look at pastor, look at pastor. Pastor is preaching, so don't worry. We have able ministers in the house that are taking, that are taking care of that. So, so this guy had seen so much. This guy had seen so much. He's a guy that saw, you know, uh, all the rivers in Egypt turn into blood within a second. This is a guy that had seen so much. He's a guy, beloved, that saw the parting of the Red Sea. I tried to explain that. He's a guy that saw manna drop from heaven. He's a guy, beloved, that saw, that saw quails drop from nowhere. They begin to drop and they begin to eat them. This is a guy that had seen so much. And yet, in, uh, in Exodus chapter 33, he begins to cry and he says, If your presence does not go with us, do not take us from here. And the Lord tells him and he says, Surely my presence will go before you. My, my presence, my goodness will go before you. As if that was not enough, again in the same chapter, he begins to ask the Lord and he says, If truly I have found favor in your sight, he says, Show me your glory. I began to show us on Friday. What was he really looking for? Because, sir, you have seen the Red Sea part. You have seen manna drop from heaven. You have seen your people are complaining, not by All of a sudden, quails drop from heaven and you begin to eat them. What else are you looking for? Ladies and gentlemen, when Moses looked at God, when Moses began to have a glimpse of God, when he began to conversate with God, there is something that came in his spirit. He discovered that there must be more about this God. He can do more than part the Red Sea. He can do more than drop the quails from heaven. He can do more than just drop manna from heaven. He can do more than what I have seen. Moses was saying, I want to see more of you. I want to have experiences that I, for whatever reason, I, I, I sense there is more in you. And God told him, wait a minute, you want, you want to see my glory? He says, I will cause my goodness pass before you. The presence of God, according to Moses, was not enough to go with him on this journey. He looked for something greater. He looked for a higher dimension. Can I decree and declare over your life, as we close this thing today, like we prayed on Friday, we pray again on this altar, you will ascend into higher dimensions of grace. You will ascend into higher dimensions of glory. Can I prophesy over somebody? I came to decree and declare, baby you haven't seen anything yet, there is more that God has for you, 
There is more that God want to do for you. The Bible says I shared with you. He says what no eye has seen. He says what no ear has heard. What no heart has conceived. He says the Lord has in store. And I talked to somebody here. John chapter 1 verse 16. The Bible says from the fullness of his blessing. We have received grace upon grace. Can I talk to somebody here? You haven't seen anything yet. And when I was praying for this meeting. The Lord began to speak to me. Go and tell them get ready. Because I'm about to show up. In ways that I have never. Can I talk to somebody here? You thought that job was good enough. Wait until God gives you a better one. Can I talk to somebody here? I said can I prophesy to somebody. There is a higher dimension of glory. There is a higher dimension. There is a higher dimension. In other words, what Moses was saying was that I want to see more. I want to see more. I, I, I shared with you that even in the heavens, those that sit around this throne, the Bible says when they see a part of him, they begin to worship God. I begin to share with you that even those that surround him, those that sit around this throne, they still can never get enough of his glory. They still can never get enough of his splendor. The Bible says when they see a part of him, the Bible says they get off their thrones, they remove their crowns, and they begin to cry holy. Holy is the Lord God Almighty, maker of the heavens and the earth. Can I prophesy over somebody? You haven't seen anything yet. The people that said it was over, I came to decree and declare it ain't over until God says it is over. People that said you are not going anywhere, people that wrote you off, people that put a full stop where God was putting a question mark. Can I decree and declare that devil is a liar? There is still more in God. They still greater in God. Somebody say you are talking to me. Oh my God. Oh my God. So what Moses was saying is that from my conclusion, what I have seen, there must be more. And you are saying, show me that which I have not seen. Show me something that is greater than the parting of the Red Sea. Show me something that is greater than just people getting healed when the snake bites them. He, he makes a, he makes a snake in, in the form of food. He puts it he puts it on the pole. And the Bible says whenever they were bitten, they looked at the snake and they were healed. Baby, that's not enough. Can I talk to somebody? I said, can I talk to somebody? If whenever they were healed, somebody laid hands on them, something greater is coming. No wonder the Apostle John says, the one that is coming after me is full of glory, is full of splendor. He says, his shoes I cannot untie. Can I talk to somebody? There is more in God for you. I said, there is more in God for you. Zero, there are songs that people have not sung. There are sounds that men have not heard. Can I talk to somebody here? There there is another dimension of glory. There is a higher dimension of glory. There is a higher dimension of grace. And I decree and declare over your life today that it will sit on you. That glory will come heavy on you. Somebody say yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. There is something. There is something great. There is a higher dimension. Of the glory of God. There's a high 
another dimension of the expressions of God. In, back at home, I have been teaching a series that I have entitled Nisha Nidation. Provoking. Let's, let's forgive them. I am teaching from the book of Joshua chapter 3. The Bible says the Lord began to speak to Joshua. He says, go around the, the, the camp. Begin to tell people to prepare themselves. He says, verse, verse, uh, verse, verse, verse 3, says, tell them to consecrate themselves. Because tomorrow I will do great things. He says, when this is what will happen, he tells them clearly. He says, when you see the ark of the covenant, which is the glory of God, it has been lifted by the priest. The Bible says, when they get to where you are, you must create room for the new glory. Because you are so used, the Bible says, move out of your position. In other words, create room for the glory of God. And he says, after they come at where you are, leave room for them. And when they pass where you are, the Bible says, begin to follow them. But do not be too near. Leave some room. Because this glory that Israel, you are about to stand in, this glory, Mount Zion, that you are about to experience, you have never seen this time before. This miracle that's about to handle, you have never handled before. This breakthrough you're about to handle, you have never handled before. So keep that. He tells them, he tells them, let there be 2,000 cubits, about half a mile, between you and the glory. Because there is an intensity that you have never known. And the Bible says, when you do this, put, leave a distance and watch what he tells them. Because you have never been this way before. You are so used to what you've been going through. You are so used to the mathematics of men. But can I talk to somebody? If one can chase a thousand, then two must chase two thousand. But when the glory comes on you, one can chase a thousand, two can chase two thousand. Can I prophesy over your life? He tells them, You have never been this way before. There is a glory. Can I talk to somebody? Get ready, get ready. There is a glory that is coming upon you. There is a power that is about to sit on you. There is a grace that is about to sit on you. You have never been this way before. Relax, chill. Let them laugh at you. Let them conclude your story. I know a God that can rewrite a story. Oh my God. He says, you've never been this way before. You saw me part the Red Sea. But I'm about to part the Jordan. For the Red Sea, it was a stick. But for the Jordan, it will be the feet. But watch what he says. It is not so much the feet. It's what they are carrying. Which is the Ark of the Covenant. Which is the glory of God. Can I talk to somebody? The last job you got, you were qualified. The next one you will get, it will be... That devil is a liar. That devil is a liar. This one is about the glory. This one is about the glory. This one is about the intensity of the glory. Says you've never been this way before. So you, you think the only way you know is the only way. Ah, masuka bato, leente bradosa, leposa mantokaya. 
Lazusha mento leso Makuparosa taya Manosa taye bosa Radusa mante Rekosa payase Manosa papa There is a way that you do not know There is a glory that you do not know That devil is a liar Child of God I know what I'm talking about I give this testimony when the Lord inspires me When we got married one year into our marriage that my wife was told you can never have child and she was told no we need to remove the uterus I said remove what? Educate me that thing they would remove what does it do? she tells me that's where babies uh, you know I said how can they remove? they cannot remove sir on a day that they were supposed to go and remove it she told me I'm going to the hospital I told her to do what? No, the doctor said. I said, the doctor said, what has God said? I told her, bring me a glass of water. The glass that I drink from. You, you, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Kwari wafewa kamba na pachipuna. Ngaba ingira, vande munga ingira. I told her, I told the minister Chilu, I said, get me that glass, a big one, uh, from China, a very big one. I told her, give me that glass. I never prayed, Pastor Sir. I took a sip, and I don't, I don't say that we need to use that as a precedence. No, I took a, a, a sip, and I gave. I said, finish it. She says it is too big. I said, yes, it is big, but you must finish it. Ladies and gentlemen, she drank that water in the day that, in the same afternoon, they were going to do the final examination and remove the uterus. And when she went to the hospital, no prayer. I remained back home. I said, as she go, rapadosa, matuka parasa. Rahande kepa dosa, retosa mante kepa, radosa mando kepa, radusa mante kepa. When she went to the hospital, beloved, the doctor looked at her and said, "What happened? What happened? Where is that thing that was in your stomach?" And my wife says, "I do not know." Then lo and behold, they even said, "We are also surprised that now we have seen that there is a baby growing." And when we googled, they told us that the boy, the baby, will have some information. I said the devil is a liar. There is a greater glory. There is a way that the voucher does not know. There is a path that the enemy does not know. That devil is a liar. Lord, you ask nine months. We have a baby boy. As we are talking is six years. There is another baby girl. As we are talking she's three years. There is a glory. There is a grace that you have never known. And it comes to pass, except the Lord allows it. That devil is alive. There is a glory. There is a glory that contradicts science. We honor science, but there is a glory that can cause the sun to stand still. If you tell me, no, the sun does not move. Whatever you tell me. But I know a power. I know a glory that can cause the sun to stand still. I know a glory that can cause water to gush out of a rock. Can I talk to somebody here? Can I talk to somebody? I don't know where a manna came from. But I know a glory that can produce manna from the heavens. I don't know where the quails came from. But there is 
a glory that can manufacture wealth. Can I talk to somebody? And the time when Jesus was passing, there was a man called the blind Bartimaeus, and he was crying, and he says, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the more he cried, the more the disciples told him, keep quiet, but I can't keep quiet because I have seen this glory. I can't keep quiet because I have seen this glory. You can hold my breakthrough. There is a glory in your midst that is moving with you, but you do not know this glory. The Bible says, and Jesus looked at this guy and he says, Son, you are healed. And the guy was healed. There is another man in the book of Jonah. In the book of Jonah, the Bible says the guy was born blind. But when this glory comes on you, when this glory invades your space, when this glory invades your marriage, when this glory invades your career, when this glory invades your people. in his eyes and he tells him go and wash in the pool of Siloam and the Bible says while he was going the man began to see I came back to Jesus and Jesus told him now can you see the guy says I see but I see men like trees. Jesus says, this glory will make you begin to kill men because you get an axe and begin to kill them. There is another dimension of glory. And Jesus tells him, come once again. The Bible says, and he touched his eyes. And the man began to see. And he says, now I can see correctly. Can I talk to somebody? When the leaders of their time heard about the miracle, uh, they said, how can you get healed on the Sabbath? Uh, whoever healed you is a sinner. And the man says, I, I don't care what you say. I, I don't even care whether he's a sinner or he's a righteous man. But I had contact with this glory. I had contact with this power. I had contact. You all guys couldn't help me. You all guys were laughing at me. He says, whether he's a sinner or he was not a sinner. Oh, noise that I was blind. But now I can see. There is something that I came into contact with. I don't know what your trouble is. I don't know what your situation is, but I came to decree and declare. There is a glory that is coming on you. There is a glory. I need, I need to move. I need to move. It's a higher dimension of the glory. It's a, it's a higher dimension. And the, the scripture that we read, Pastor Sir, the Bible says that, I tried to explain on Friday, that it was a custom, it was a tradition, that whenever there's a dedication of the temple, or whenever there is a ministry in the temple, the people that were legally mandated to enter the temple were the priests. But this time around, a glory like never before hit that place. The Bible says that even the priest could not minister. Have you ever been in a place where God becomes so much? 
have you ever been in a place where he sits in your praise? He sits in your praise and he makes your praise his dwelling. To the extent that what appeared as mountains becomes like shadows in the light. You know the song I'm talking about. All my troubles become like shadows in the light of this glory. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting ready to close. I'm getting ready to close. I'll share with you just three things quickly running through them and I'm done. The Bible says that, the Bible says that there was so much intensity of the glory of God that the priest that had the legal right to minister because of the dimension of the glory of God, the Bible says they could not minister. They withdrew from ministry and they became a part of those that were just ordinary worshippers. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There was so much intensity this time around that even those that had the privilege could not function in their mandate. But I want you to see one thing about this. Let me just talk and leave you alone. Of course, you know I defined what glory is on Friday. I said the Hebrew word is kabod, and I explained all that. Uh, and the Greek word is doxa. Doxa means all that God is and all that God has. So when you cry and say, show me your glory, you are simply saying, Lord, give me all that you are and all that you have. That's why, Pastor Sir, when I went home thinking about Friday, I discovered one thing. The reason why Jesus came was to restore the glory. That's why the Bible says the glory of the latter house, which is the New Testament church, us. He says it shall be greater than that of the former. Because watch this, watch this. When Adam sinned, man was created as a carrier of the glory of God. Because the other meaning of Eden is the presence of God. So man was planted in the glory of God. Because he was meant to be a carrier of the glory of God. But when sin came, it messed up the image that was meant to carry the glory. That's why Genesis 3 verse 15, the Bible says, the Bible says the seed of the woman shall bruise his head and the seed of the serpent shall bruise his heel. Galatians 4.4, 4, fast forward into the New Testament. In the fullness of time, God sent his son, born of a woman, the seed of the woman that was going to crush the head of the serpent. He was born and when he was born, he crushed the head so that now we can return into carrying the glory of God. That's why Pastor, the apostle in his writing, he says when, when, when Jesus died, the, 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 the curtain in the, in the temple was torn from top to bottom. And then now the Bible says the Lord is that spirit. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. It means now that Jesus has restored the glory that was lost.
Because when man sinned, two things he lost. Number one, he lost his position. That's why he was kicked out from his place. When God came down walking in the cool of the day, he told man, where are you? Because there was a designated position where a man was mandated to function from. And so when he came, he discovered this guy is not here. But when Jesus came and he died, the Bible says, Ephesians 2 verse 2, you know what I'm talking about. He says, having died with him, we, saw, we also rose up with him. And the Bible says, we are now seated with him in the heavenly places. So you can see somebody that appears broke, but the real me is that I am seated. I am above and not, can I talk to somebody? I am meant for the glory of God. I don't want to go deeper into that because I want to close this thing. So man was given back his position. Number two, man lost his possession. That's why the Bible says when he sinned he was kicked out of the garden. He lost the possession. But when Jesus came, the apostle Paul writing by the insight of the spirit of God, he says all things are yours in Christ Jesus. All things means all things. Healing is yours. Fiance. 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 Fiance.